Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Welcome back to the show, by the way. Um, You were out last week because you were busy. You've been all over the world doing all your worldly things. I have. Which is is crazy. Welcome home. So you're home for the next, what, six hours, and then you leave (laughs) leave tomorrow or tonight or something? Or Uh, I had like a 10-day turnaround between these two trips. So yeah, I was back um, last Wednesday. I leave on Monday. So... (laughs) Which is you're what going to a conference, is that correct? Yes, in Walt okay. Disney World, our favorite place. We're headed Fun to times. Earmark Summit. So very, very excited for all of us. Fun that. times. Okay, so what exactly is Earmark? Whenever we say upon a star travel, we're an earmarked agency. What does that even mean? That's and why should people be impressed? Because they should. Oh, right. Well, authorized Disney vacation planner, and we mm-hmm. have a relationship with Disney. Um, and so, you know, based on various things like, you know, level of sales and you know, just how you interact with the company, you can get a designation of authorized Disney vacation planner. We are very honored to be one of those um, Mm -hmm. agencies. We value very much our relationship with the Walt Disney company, um, Walt Disney travel company as well. (laughs) So yeah, that is what it, that is basically what the designation is and earmark and authorized Disney vacation planner sort of used interchangeably, but right, earmarks right. way faster to say. So that's, we so, typically just say we're an earmarked agency. What you're saying is that we're sort of like Ron Burgundy walking around going, yay, we're kind of a big deal around here. Everybody come see what trips we're booking. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Jen, how did you Disney this week? Well, um, I, I Disney, first of all, uh, I'm drinking out of my Grand Floridian mug. Grand Flo mug. I see the mug. Why would yeah. I not be? Uh, right. I also, just watch, which I think we're going to talk about the mm-hmm. Disney 100 special yes. that they put out. So that is how I Disney this week. Last week, my Disneying, even though I was not, was a little more, well, I don't want to say it was more exciting. It was more physical because I was in Disneyland Paris. So Right, right. Of course. <laughs> of course. And we'll have uh, Kyla, Kyla, Kyla on in a couple of weeks or whatever. And you have yeah. to talk about Disneyland Paris as a whole. And, and yeah, uh, yeah, we got, yeah. you know, we have a lot of travels coming up. And it's funny because by the time we finally get to talking about the travels that we've done on this podcast, we will have already done new travels. And so we'll have exactly. new travels to talk about. And so probably like next July, we'll be going, okay, <laughs> now that one of us have traveled like the last three weeks, I guess we could talk about something else and which is it's a charm life that we lead. It really, really is. Um, so yes, I, like you, I watched the Disney special Once Upon a Studio when it premiered on Sunday night. It premiered at the mm-hmm. very beginning of Encanto, which is again, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I watched it again today and I watched it slower. I had to pause and rewind, pause, rewind. Probably took me 20 minutes to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh it, because it's just such a remarkable eight minutes of oh of, my gosh, amazing. It's just incredible. It's just incredible. But also I purchased my Walt Disney Lego camera. Oh, you um, did. I've been looking at that thing for about a month and a half. It's a hundred dollars. And I don't just have hundred bucks just laying around, but I had a little birthday money. I, I'm still only no, I'm not too old to get birthday money, which is nice uh, from <laughs> people in the family. And uh, I've been holding on to it. And I'm like, you know what? Just, just going to do it. The first thing I did was open it up. 
and build my Walt mini Mickey, Disney minifigure. He's little, just a little fig, you know, whatever. He's got a little, little uh, animation tile with Mickey on it. And it's just really, really cool. And then everything else is still in the box. I haven't even opened the bags or looked at anything yet. But I, I pulled the Walt Disney minifigure out, stuck him on my shelf there, which is nice. And I had my latest Funko come in, which is goes to my Walt Disney train Funko. So I've got Walt Disney on the engine. I've got Steamboat Willie, uh, Mickey, and I've got Darth Vader on the TIE Fighter. Uh, Woody on the little <laughs> ball. And the final one, the final piece of it is going to be Miles Morales Spider-Man on the train, on the, the subway car. So it's like a Disney train with animation, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel. And it's actually pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Nice it's, it's like all, all of the different IPs. Exactly. Exactly. And Stephanie's very excited about this too, because that means I'll stop buying these Funkos. Because I get, what happens is I get caught in these sets. I'm like, oh, this uh-huh. is awesome. This like Walt the Disney set? Walt Disney on the train. It's great, right? And then I'm like, oh, this is a set? Oh. <sighs> And I've spent the last year purchasing the entire 15 Funko set of the Walt, uh, the uh, the Captain America Civil War. Uh, oh gosh, battle I didn't scene. even know you had that one. Like I've got 13 of the 15. It's it's and, and that set's almost done too because Captain America is the final one. I'll purchase that whenever it comes out. And I'm like, I don't need to look at Funko sites anymore. I just I don't. <laughs> you gotta I'll stop. See, I'll be like, oh, check it out. It's a you know, it's a favorite character, princess characters setup, whatever, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, don't no, no. And of course, it'll be Giselle that. will be like suddenly inducted, and it'll be. Uh... I mean, it'll be like Giselle, Tinkerbell, and Rhino all in a set of thirty dollars each. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and you're buying it. <laughs> I'm buying everything. Buying everything. So we're not gonna really jump on any any real big news because nothing a whole lot has happened this week, but everything happened yeah. when you were gone last week, which of course well, of I want to get your take on it, Jen. We found out that the park hopping, the 2 p.m. rule is dropping. Wanted to get your thoughts on that. January 9th. I know that you were a little sad about this. You you called me and you were kind of upset. You were like, I'm gonna I can I have to I can leave early. I I, I want to be able to wait until 2 p.m. Jen, your thoughts on the park hopping dropping at 2 Oh my gosh, I am so excited. <laughs> I am beyond, beyond excited. Seriously. Mm. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it's been great. needed. It's been needed. So I'm like, because I'm ready sometimes. I want to go hit something in the morning, but then I want to pop right over to Epcot or, right. you know, or studios or something. And I'm like, oh, I gotta wait till two. Like, Argh. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Park Harbor is not cheap. It's like it's anywhere from 70 to 90 bucks on a ticket, depending on your your length of ticket. <laughs> sure. And right. It can be expensive. And it's like, I want to be able to get my money's worth. If I want to leave at mm-hmm. 930 to run over to Epcot because I just had breakfast at Magic Kingdom and now I'm going to go to Epcot because I have a you know lightning lane for right. Guardians. You know, I want to be able to do that and then hit Animal Kingdom in the afternoon. And go. To, I mean, if I do the four park thing, I want to be able to, to do it all day versus just, well, well I hate it. Now I can't leave till two. Exactly. Which reminds me, like it was the, um, this was right before the world shut down in 2020. Mm -hmm. And it was what I didn't realize was going to be my last trip to Disney for a little bit because again, the world shut down. Right. Um, And I did all four parks for Mm -hmm. no reason other than I was like, I've never done it. Maybe today's the day to do it. Yeah. I'm so, and I was so glad I did because I had hit every single park. You know, I just did one attraction in each park and then I was done and went to the airport. So, and it's, and I couldn't I, have done that with the two I people. had this hot take last week. I didn't get any calls on it. I don't know. Maybe people agree with me. The four park challenge is not hard. It's just not. I mean, people, oh. I, I'm glad people do it. I'm so excited people do it. And they're like, oh my gosh, we did four parks in one day. And I'm like, it's, it's not like you're going from Disney World to Disneyland to Paris to Hong Kong in a you know 24 hour period, which is impossible. It's more of a. I do know someone who did it in like 72 right. hours. No, that's really cool though. That's a bucket. That was cool. Um, my, well, Going overseas is going to be one of those, like, I, I can't even imagine it, honestly. But my bucket list, one of my bucket lists is to be mm-hmm. at Disneyland in the morning 
and end up at Disney World at, at night or vice versa. I guess I'd do I think whatever, you'd have to whatever. go. I think you'd have to go vice versa. Okay. So yeah, Disney World in the morning yeah. and then close it out with the fireworks at Magic Kingdom or Disneyland that night. That's that's a bucket yeah. list kind of thing. So also last week, out of nowhere, we woke up and there were Disney promotions. Uh, uh like yeah. typically, you know, maybe we hit a heads up, maybe we don't. Sometimes we hear things, sometimes we don't. But like I just woke up going to my phone going, oh, there's people tweeting up and messaging me about specials. What's you know, and Jen, can you speak to those a little bit? Like like all the some of the stuff that came out last week? They, they came out um oh before wait, last week? Was it last two week? Two weeks I don't ago? Remember. I think it was two weeks, two weeks ago. ago, was it? Wasn't was it, it two weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> so I was sitting here I'm like last week I was in Europe. I don't remember any specials that came out. Maybe was it was Europe. two weeks ago because I think I, I think was it was on the ship. Because I was sitting down. You were on the ship. Yes, this was, was like two and a that's half weeks ago. But yes. Well, and that's okay. So that's just one of the hard things about being like my entire team is on the East Coast, Central and East Coast. And here I am in flipping, you know, Ketchikan, Alaska, checking my phone. And I'm literally four hours behind you guys. So you guys yeah. are getting all this news at 6 a.m. And I'm like, here's my phone. To me, when it's 7 a.m., it's you know, we're 11 texting, o'clock. You were like, David. At 11 o'clock over there, and I'm like, I'm just waking up at, you know, whatever, 7 a.m. And I'm like, oh, gosh, there's specials and promos happening. What is what's going on? So, Jen, two (laughs) weeks ago, uh, I didn't speak a lot of this last week. Uh, Yeah, that's the overview. What happened? So basically, it is a book early and save more, and it's Mm -hmm. up to 25 percent off of um, select Disney Resort hotels. Spoiler alert, most of them are included. Um, But of course, not every hotel is available for every set of dates. You know, as you might imagine, mm-hmm. around a holiday, some of your Epcot locations aren't going to really have the specials available. You know, you but you can find some great deals. And it's one of those things where if you book this promotion earlier, you're going to save more. Whereas in the cutoff date, I have to think, uh, is oh, yes, December 15th is the cutoff date. I just had okay. to look it up real quick. So from now through December 15th, you get a higher level of savings. If you decide December 16th, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to Disney and I'm going to use, I want to use this promotion. Those percentages will be a little bit lower. Um, That said about promotions. So we had this one. We already had the Disney dining card promotion that was out um, as of month and a half-ish ago. But we also got a teaser for coming up. A, a new promotion, um, which is going to be released November 14th. Um, and the fact that we did, we know about this already. It's going to be a stay play and dine promotion where kids get up to 50% off of dining. Right. So that is going to be an exciting promotion coming up. So if you have been looking for a time to book Disney, this is a yes. great it's not free dining. It. Let's just say that right now. This is now. not it's free not dining. Free dining. It's not. extremely good discount for the kids. Exactly. Um, and if you already and that have saves dis- money. if you already have the dining plan, uh, we can look at this promo and add it to save us some money. Or if you're like, you know what, it's me and a couple of adults, or you know, me and my buddy are gonna go, or you know, just be mm-hmm. just me and my wife or whatever, and with no children, um, and you have the dining plan, we can still do the dining card. So yep. you can literally have a hundred, couple hundred dollars on a dining card in addition to your dining plan to yep. splurge for signature restaurants, to splurge for the extra yes. snacks, to say, you know mm-hmm. what? I want 75 pieces of Disney fudge right now. <laughs> I have a dining card and I'm going to get it. 
Um, so anything, and that's really, fair. just about anything covered across across uh, you know, resort wide. Um, that could be considered food and snacks. And we can compare them too. We can be like, Absolutely. oh yeah, you know, like here's your dates. Oh gosh, well we could do this or we could do this, and we just pick what's best for your family. Yeah, and I remember it now because when this promo came out, um, the one that that was released like a week or two ago, mm-hmm. I was on the ship and it was in the morning. I had my computer open and I'm like trying to. I'm basically logging into people's accounts, like saving money and stuff, writing things down. I'm like, you know, sending clients emails and going, Hey, I just saved you, you know, $175. All yeah. right. I got to go see the lumberjack show and catch a can. I mean, geez, <laughs> you know, I'll talk to you later. I'm going to be on a ship. And so it's, uh, it's, uh, this is what we do. I mean, we, we work yeah. on vacation too. And I had to work a little we bit. Make every- magic. So, and we'll talk about the princess cruise. I think next week, that's going to be kind of the, yeah. for the next week's episode. Cause I have a lot to talk about there, but today we are going to talk about Disney and Disney stuff. The Candlelight Processional narrators came out. Did you, yes, did you they see did. the list? Uh, anything did. stick out to you, like exciting wise, that you're just like, I mean, oh my gosh. I, I think, you know, you, you're always excited about NPH, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. and of then I, me, because I grew up listening to Stephen Curtis Chapman, I'm mm-hmm. always like, well, yeah, I would love to see him do Candlelight. My wife is so mad she can never catch him. Usually oh, he's around Christmas time. He's and typically right around Christmas. Yeah, he's yeah. this year, 24th to 26th of December. And you know, she's like, my love yeah. for Jamie Chapman does not surpass my unwillingness to go to Disney at Christmas time. Oh, <laughs> Christmas I, I would day. totally go at Christmas so, time. I would yeah. totally Christmas time, Christmas yes, Christmas day. day, no. Well, and, you also don't yeah. have any children either. So that, that, that helps. Correct. So, that, that does help. So, so that helps. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, also, Brendan Fraser coming, which is really that is exciting. As we speak, the dining packages are already open. A they lot are. of them have already sold out. Uh, so hopefully you were talk to your travel agent yes. about those dining packages. We've already gotten some for clients and such. Yes. We can continue to look for, and try to help, you know, with our, with our clients. And as the well. system did go um, a little glitchy. Yes. Um, in as the it always the, does. You know, whenever a new dining, anything yeah. comes out that like it sort of freezes up mid morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like, Just yes. Yes. So. Uh, so that's exciting. All right. So enough shop talk. Let's talk a little bit about Disney and this special that came out. We had heard got oh little gosh. trailers for it, like this Disney special was coming out, uh, going to mm-hmm. be you know coming Sunday to the wonderful world of Disney, which I think, and I don't know how long they've done this, but I know that there has in Hollywood there's an actor strike and the writer strike. The writer strike I think just got resolved. The writer strike, the is actor resolved. strike is still going on, correct? Which has pushed back a ton of programming. Oh yeah, seasons of things mm-hmm. like you're going to see more reality shows on TV because mm-hmm. they're cheap to make things like that. Um, yeah. So I think they have brought back and they've been doing the wonderful world of Disney because they can show Disney films that have already come up, you know, from, from the past, it's, right? It's exactly from the past. Also, NBC's got football, go- NFL football going on. So Disney knows so that's helpful. Uh, the channels know the channels know they're like, well, we can't put a lot of, you know, programming. We're expecting to make a ton of money on. So let's just put something up like a family movie or whatever. Anyway, so that's what's going on. So they were going to film. They were going to put this, this special up mm-hmm. and we had been hearing about, you know, all these characters are going to be in it and everything. And I, I didn't really know what to expect. The trailer made me think yeah. like maybe it was going to be a 10 minute story of the villains were banding together, like the house of mouse or something from the nineties. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the good guys had to, I had no idea. So essentially, and I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but essentially um, it's the Roy Disney animation studio. Um, you mm-hmm. have two people that leave and the whole thing shuts down for the evening and all the characters come alive out of their portraits to take a family photo for Disney for the Disney 100th birthday. It is, I'm not underselling it when I say this no. is an amazing piece of Disney animation. I'm um, like seriously tearing up. Over, like, over so and I'll, I'll, let me just describe it for the audience in case you haven't yeah. seen it, which by the, by the way, it's seven and a half minutes of animation, two minutes of credits guys yeah. out there. It's on Disney plus right now. You could watch it at, mm-hmm. a, at some red lights. You could watch it, uh, pull into a parking lot. And we watch don't it recommend that. Put, don't pull recommend into it, parking you know, <laughs> but like I've already seen it three or four times and Jen saw it, you know, earlier today for the first time. Um, this, 
I, I this is one of the most incredible pieces of animation I've ever oh seen gosh. for Disney fans. For yes. the casual Disney fan, it blows you away. For the real serious, like in-depth Disney fan, it is a it's a studying moment. There are mm-hmm. over 500 and something characters represented. There are over 50, like 55, 60 voices brought back. Um, most of the originals, a lot of them came back. Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Jeremy Irons came back and did like did their own real quick voices mm-hmm. for their characters. They pulled archival footage from everything from Bob Newhart to uh, to Angel Lansbury to Robin Williams to, and people like Pat Carroll who have passed away. They brought them all mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just everybody's gathered coming out of these paintings. It's like you see these characters that are all together that you would never see together. There's one scene at a coffee sh- at the coffee shop. It's the Snuggly Duckling coffee shop, by the way, from yes. Tangled. And in this scene, uh, you see there's Merlin from um, from Sword in the Stone. There's Cogsworth. There's the Mad Hatter. There's the March Hare. There's uh, Chip and uh, Mrs. Potts. Mm-hmm. And there's Lucille from Meet the Robinsons over in the corner. And here comes Moana with Flounder in her hand yeah. looking for water. So they put water in and Mad Hatter's top hat. So th- all that's happening. And then, of course, in the bathroom scene there's prince john there's thomas o'malley there's milo from atlantis there's chicken yeah. little there's gaston with cheshire cat popping up there's happy from the from the uh yeah. horse. and the headless horseman grooming himself like what? grooming his collar and slaking his shoulder like <laughs> you know and there's so much to see you see, like ichabod crane that you're like Yes, and it, it all culminates. Like, is- they all get outside, and Goofy's got the camera, and he's trying to set the timer. And of course, the whole thing falls apart. And it's seven minutes. I'm gonna spoil it for you. So if you don't want to hear it, skip ahead for you know, go watch it right now and come back to the show. Go, yeah, um, literally pause it and come so back. So <laughs> the camera breaks, and everybody's upset. So they all start to walk away. I think somebody says, Well, I will see you in the next Eeyore, I'll see you in the next hundred years, or something like that. You know, so yeah, and so here comes they, they pan up, and there's Alan O'Dale <gasps> from Robin Hood. Playing his little little, little guitar instrument, and the waterworks just started, and I was like, he oh starts plugging gosh. "When You Wish Upon a Star," and the characters all start singing it, and yes. you have this mass of characters. They're all coming together. Fix it, Felix runs over. He fixes the camera. <laughs> There's the 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 fairy godmother. She uses the wand. She raises Goofy into the air to fix it, and it's just you know, and it's just like they take the picture. And it's just, it's oh. remarkable because everything is done in their style of animation. You've got yeah. the old Tinkerbell, not the CGI graphic. No, Tinkerbell, the actual Tinkerbell. The actual old Tinkerbell walking. And there there you see Anna and Elsa walking there. And they're the newer animation. There's Wreck-It yeah. Ralph coming out with CGI animation. And Mickey and, and Minnie are their original. Like yes, I would call it their, their maybe peak animation, I guess I would say. Like not yes. the newer style, yep. not the very yep. original. Like Yep. And it's so, I don't want to say obscure. Well, some of it's so obscure because yeah, you catch yeah. you miss it. There's Ellie. It, and in his hands, Elliot the dragon flying through in his hands is Cody from the rescuers down under. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look real close in the elevator, you're going to see meet the Robinsons. There's the robots, meet the Robinsons. There's Humphrey and a park yes. ranger, which are Donald's kind of foils from, mm-hmm. from the fifties cartoons from of Donald Duck. There's yep. Donald, there's Turk, there's mother Gothel. And here comes flash from Zootopia. You're like, what? Um, and then Baymax <laughs> tries to cram in there as well. <laughs> um, you know, Oswald <laughs> makes an appearance. It's if you, in the Easter eggs for you folks, if you look at the scene where Olaf is drawing right before oh. right before Aladdin the, the genie pops out in the background there's Timon and Pumbaa and you see a little guy in yellow flying through well his character is Robin from this TV show Back to Neverland that's Robin Williams's character he doesn't voice anything in that but you see the character itself almost like an homage of yeah. like hey this is Robin uh, and I'm, I'm scanning through my phone because I took a lot of pictures and screenshots and stuff um, and of course you have this this massive ending scene, which they're going to have to sell as a print. I oh, know that has to be, that needs to be uh, because the there's parks, so many like... characters there. And every time you look I at it, you see something print. different. Uh, you know, there's Oswald, there's the skeletons 
from the Silly Symphony. They oh, are right. the, the little blue coop from the little blue coop. Oh, we got Chernabog on one point. Like they had, like, is, from from Fantasia. Yeah, he, he was rep- he, he came out. He's not actually the final one, but he's in. No, in but there. he's but he's, he's scaring the puppies, the hundred one Dalmatian puppies. There's the Carnotaur from Dinosaurs uh, oh, yeah. from the dinosaur movie. Dinosaur movie. Every all sixty one of Disney's animated mm-hmm. films, including the upcoming Wish are represented in they this. were all in there even black cauldron even which, home on the range which i look for home on the range by the way i told my wife you I did like, i wouldn't have seen that one if you I hadn't told Steph, i was like i wonder if home on the range will be in this and there's louisa holding up not only home on the range but also characters from brother bear holding yes, on her shoulders because they had the brother bear characters i was shocked and they had the artful dodger from yes. um, uh, oliver and company yes oliver and company and there's because you also see dodger uh, uh you see dodger and oliver in the the car with the vanilla von sweets and she's zipping through the yes. hallways the rings and there's dodger singing um like, and that's billy that's billy joel's voice and yes, so as you watch it too and i and i recommend this too is is if you watch it on tv or even your phone or whatever um pause it on the cast list because it shows everybody in there and it shows like your voices and then your archival voices. So you know which mm-hmm. ones did it for their for this and then which yeah. ones were pulled from archives. Uh Jeremy Irons, this was his first time doing the voice of Scar since the Lion King. Oh. And you know, he did that. There's Mr. Toad flying through with the magic carpet. And it's like not just the characters, but to see them all together, combining together, yeah. hanging out and interacting with each other, because it shows this whole like we're all in these all these different movies mm-hmm. and TV series. But we are one family. We're yes. all together as a family. And it's just like, wow. It's just, And they it's made it, it a nine-minute cohesive yes. story. They told an entire story. They did. Was, I they mean, did. that was beautiful. And like, literally, I'm thinking about it and tearing yeah. up. It was it's, a Disney movie yeah. has not gotten me like this for a while <laughs> it's better than some of the movies they put out recently i mean seriously i mean just, literally you know and then of course and here comes the waterworks from jen there is that that pivotal scene where mickey looks up and Can't he sees the walt portrait it. and in the background you hear tuppets just... the bag from the piano which is notable notable as being walt's favorite yeah. song um yeah. and it's just like this like look at this, what, this you, you, y'all should go watch this on youtube it's jen's like you wiping the eyes stuff like that it's just it's beautiful. And it's like, it's, it's this beautiful. beautiful tribute and everything you think about Disney right now. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of people that are like, Disney is turned, Walt will be turning over in his grave. If he saw oh. blah, 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 blah. And Disney prices are too high and their movies are blah, 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 whatever. Uh, you know what? There is credence to some of the things people say. I get it. I hear the arguments. I'm like, you know, there's a point being made here. I don't like the way it's made because you're an idiot, but there is a point being made. I get that. I get it. And I am not one to be like, Disney is flawless and they're perfect. But this is a complete, true dedication to the fans. This is like mm-hmm. Disney. This is what we. This is who we are. This is who we've always been. Look at our characters. Look at the stories we've been told. Yeah. In that scene at the end, there are a thousand stories told right there from everything from movies to sequels to the TV series to mm-hmm. the the Alice comedies to the the stuff that you know the skeleton dance the skeletons from skeleton dances and flowers and trees were there they predated Mickey Mouse that's they sure did. before Mickey and Oswald yep. and before Oswald and Oswald was before, of course um, and Oswald, before Mickey. yeah exactly also was before Mickey but this is stuff like going yeah. all the way back to the very 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 beginning and I just cannot. That's the 100 how, years because yes, Mickey isn't years. quite 100. Exactly. He's not 100 how yet. Beautiful this thing is. And I just, I, I'm so in love with this, this eight piece of anime, eight it. minutes of animation. It's just wonderful. And I will it watch is. this probably 20 times. And oh, I'm going to go back and watch it again. Time. And you Brady know, hasn't there's... seen it. So I'm yeah. going to make him watch it because, like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I really can't say enough yeah. about it. 
I, when, you, I when you watch it, let him watch it and just, you know what? Just tell him, you know yeah. what? I'm not going to say anything. You yeah. watch it. Watch it by yourself if you need to. And then we'll, let's watch it together. We yeah. can kind of catch some stuff, talk about some stuff. It's but just, just it's, I mean, it's, I do think that it is, and this is something that we've been seeing in recent couple of years. And I know, listen, we've, we've talked about how, you know, maybe under previous um, administrations, uh, we, yes. uh, that, <laughs> what? Um, that, you know, maybe we didn't agree with all of the decisions being made. However, this to me is just another step of showing how they're listening to the fans, getting back to that magical storytelling that they do better than literally anybody else. Correct. Like there is not another entity that I can point to that tells a story as magically and as like, how am I bawling at an eight and a half minute movie? It's just like whenever like up, I bawled during the first freaking 10 minutes of up, which told Mm -hmm. the most beautiful love story better than like Romeo and Juliet, like better than Twilight, (laughs) four movies of Twilight. Exactly. Completely. completely I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know that the character of Lambert, the sheepish lion, has crossed my mind in probably twenty years. Oh, I years. love Lambert. He's in the he's in the montage. He he's is. In the oh, I missed him in the montage. And and I yeah, love he's in there. Lambert. He's in there, and there's so Lambert. much in there. Everything. I mean, the, the big bad wolf is in there. The hyenas, yeah. Lion King is in there, and I'm looking. I actually, there's there's lists online now, and I knew there would be, but there are now lists. Yeah, online. of course. Um, uh, Madame Medusa from Madame Medusa is in. I mean, just Clarabelle Cow and Cod the Python interacting. And oh, that puzzle. was hilarious. I got this. And this great scene where Max comes and grabs. Prince Charming's shoe, not Cinderella, but Prince Charming's the shoe. Runs show, off. That was so funny. And then, of course, Prince Charming's <laughs> like, Matt, uh, Eric, get your dog. I, I, you know, I just, it's, um, it's just like wonderful. there's so it's, many, it's like, just yeah. poignant moments, but then also like funny moments. Yes. Just like me. Uh, and I was imagining how much fun it would have been for being an animator or, mm-hmm. or, or voice artist to be on this thing. Or like, you're Jason Bateman. Oh, gosh. Hey, right. Jason, uh, this is, uh, this is, this is John from Disney Animation. Can you uh, zoom in real quick? We we just say one line. What's it for? Well, we'll tell you about it. One line. I'd be thrilled. I'd be like, (laughs) one line. I don't know if they got paid for it. I have no idea. But anyway, so that all leads us to, of course, we're talking about Disney's 100th year celebration, which, by the way, Disney put out a great TikTok. They've done something with TikTok now where they're doing a lot of TikToks from Disney parks, which are are kind of fun. I I made the mistake of going to the comment section. Oh, Which you should never do on anything. You don't it doesn't matter. Ever do it that. That's just. A, it doesn't matter if, unless you if, really need entertainment on like. A yeah, it just it should it shouldn't matter. But I did, and so many people are like, "Oh, Disney's been celebrating their celebrations, anniversaries for years and years." I don't understand. Oh, stop it! So Walt Disney World celebrated its 50th anniversary a couple of years ago. Um, they put it out for 18 months only because the pandemic was just ending. And they're like, we want to give everybody a chance to come and Absolutely. celebrate with us because we know it might be years before people can come, people can mm-hmm. come back. Um, this is actually Disney Company's 100th anniversary, not this Disneyland, not Disney World, not Mickey Mouse. This is the Disney Company's 100th anniversary on June 16th, 1923. Mm-hmm. Walt and Roy Disney in California, Southern California, incorporated mm-hmm. the Disney Brothers as a company. Mm-hmm. They were doing an office in the back of a realty office. That's what that's all they had. They were working on the Alice comedies, which is what they had been contracted yes. to do, and they turned it into an actual company. Which Jen, there were as you little might, cats in that too, weren't there? I think so. there's yeah, yeah cats. Like it was cat, it was like this a... breakthrough animation of like a real life yeah. Alice girl and animated you know and animated, animated like cats or whatever, animated things. yeah. And so, Jen, as you might know, as you might have figured out, they expanded beyond the realty office, shocking, uh, and became shocking. something even bigger. You know, um, but it all started <laughs> on that one one that one day, one hundred years of magic, yeah. as we've talked about this special mm-hmm. ad nauseum here. Um, so this begs the question, and and we'll kind of have this little conversation here, Jen. Yeah, Disney. Mm-hmm. 
why Disney? We are, you know, it's 2023. I feel like sometimes and Disney, if you're listening, you know that I love you, but sometimes I'm like, why do I need to love you so much? Because you're driving me nuts here, <laughs> whether it's the tech, whether it's whatever decisions they make that we are, we do or don't agree with, whatever. Um, what is it about Disney for you as a whole that you look at that and say, you know what? That's better than Universal. That's better than you know Hershey's Chocolate Park, whatever that is. That's better than anything. I. <laughs> this is better than whatever movie. This is a company as a whole. What is it about you and your life that you look at Disney and you're like, that's that's my jam. That's my thing. This has literally been part of my life growing up. And so, you know, I mentioned like, so like there is always a nostalgia and anytime you have grown up with something, you know, you have that connection to it. And for me, it was always because we watched Wonderful World of Disney. We watched the Disney Channel. My parents paid for the Disney Channel and that is what I watched. So talking about those 1950s cartoons, that's some of my earliest memories is watching those Donald Duck and that Mickey Mouse, like that animation, the Chippendale loving that. And then of course, Mary Poppins, which was one of my favorite movies. We watched it so much growing up. So it was that, that storytelling and that animation that what always like became a, became a safe place Mm -hmm. for, you know, that's always something where you could always go to and know that you're going to smile, know that there's a happy ending. No, you know, that no matter what the characters are facing, it's the happy ending. It's the fairy tale. And then even then once, you know, the movies, the guess the Renaissance came out. I remember seeing Little Mermaid in the theater. And then after that, it was every year, what's the new Disney movie? So that took me through high school. Right. And of course, we went to Walt Disney World, not as much as Brady did, but we had gone. <laughs> but for me, like the TV shows and the movies are what started that love. And I, I saw a TikTok the other day, or maybe it was a reel, I can't remember, of somebody just basically saying like Disney adults and how, yes, we are Disney adults because that you will see us when something goes wrong. We're going to go watch those Disney movies. Right. This is going to be forever because there is a an element of storytelling and nostalgia that, listen, Universal has great rides. I, I, I love Universal. I'm happy to sell Universal. I'm happy to go to Universal. But I don't have that deep connection like I do with the Walt Disney company there you know you see Mickey Mouse and you're like okay like he's my friend and he's been my friend since I've been a kid (laughs) the thing about Disney too is they tell original stories Universal doesn't have original stories they have stories that other people have told or maybe they created outside of the parks and brought them in and that's that's great because if you want to see Minions and Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon and even Harry Potter it's there and it's awesome Mm -hmm. and it's a great IP in the way they're doing it's fantastic but Disney has set up a series of stories. And yes, there is some criticism about how much IP they're doing now. And I, and I get that. But, but you go there. It also makes sense. <laughs> you know, and and you see there's there's a Mickey Mouse story and a Tinkerbell story. And, you mm-hmm. know, um, the Yeti of Ev- Exhibition Everest, yes. that's the story. And, you know, just there's mm-hmm. so many stories within the confines of that. And and like you, I... I I, Disney's a part of my life, been part of my life for a very, very long time. Uh, I was not a Disney child because my parents, we couldn't afford to go to Disney at all. I remember, and I've told the story before, but you know, we went in 1982. Mm-hmm. Uh, Epcot wasn't even being, wasn't even done yet. So it was only the oh, Magic yeah. Kingdom. Um, <clears throat> we, you know, I went again in college in 95 and 97, both times again, the Magic Kingdom. I used a paper ticket that was like this big that had stamped, like somebody had stamped dates on it. You know, it was like a five day park hopper or something. And oh, like yeah. The dates yeah. Had been used and my and then you like, to me. you, my yeah. aunt gave it to me. And, you know, I didn't have to scan in or anything. She just gave me the ticket. And she's like, here you go. I got a day left. So I went for there. I worked at the Disney store in 1996 and 97. And we got free passes. So I was able to go again. 
you know, and again, had only gone to the only gone to the Magic Kingdom, had not seen the had not yeah. seen to the other parks and everything. And and you know, I I really didn't know much about Epcot. I knew that Hollywood Studios was a park. Sure. I knew they were building an Animal Kingdom. Don't know a lot about it. Married into a Disney family. My wife, uh, Stephanie, her whole family is Disney. They've been fam- they've been going as mm-hmm. long as she can remember. Uh, even when she was a little kid, there are pictures of her at the theme parks when she was a small child, uh, which are really really cute. Um, so cute. You know, and and we decided to go on Disney for a honeymoon. And I was like, that's the best. I'm planning a honeymoon. I'm like, I, I guess we'll go to Disney World. I don't know. So I went to a brick and mortar <laughs> travel agency. Actually, sat in an office and, and, and with somebody. I don't remember who she is. Uh, I, I remember where the store is. It doesn't exist anymore. And we planned a trip, and we went to the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean resorts, and we stayed in Jamaica oh, yeah. uh, for four nights. And then we went on the Disney Wonder cruise ship yeah. for three nights. You know, and um, we had the we didn't have the dining plan yet. That had didn't exist, but we oh, had no, our first before, yeah. first breakfast as a married couple at Cinderella's Castle, right there by the window. They had confetti all over the table. We were exhausted. We had got in at one o'clock the night before. Before. Um, you know, it was early, we were there, but it was so much fun being there. And you know, Stephanie is like, I get to take you to Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios for the first time. This is gonna be so exciting. And MGM Studios when it was. And yeah, you know, yeah. we went yeah. and it was like, you know, you fall in love with obviously you fall in love with things that your spouse loves. You love end up loving a lot of yeah. those things too. And so, but what really kicked it into overdrive for me was when I went to the Disney store again to work in 2008, 2010. I had already been to Disney a couple of times with the family, whatever. And I was kind of, I had become at the Disney store that I worked in kind of the Disney historian. People were coming mm. to me, asking me questions about movies or a, a guest would come in and ask, you know, Hey, what do you do about this? Hey, David. Yeah. Um, so she wants to know about the flowers and trees stuff. What is that? Oh, oh, okay. So that was a series of cartoons <laughs> going on and on about, you know, telling random stuff. And I, I had written up these charts about like movies that had gone into moratorium. What about the Lion King? Is it on, is it on video? Well, no, it actually went on, it went into moratorium in 2004. It's actually due to come back sometime. It's in the, the vault. I, it's in the vault, basically. And I was just going on and on about that. So I knew all that stuff too. Um, and I love the Disney store in here in Birmingham. We ended up being the oldest store in the company. Because for a lot of people, I treat it like this was Disney World for a lot of people. Kids would mm-hmm. come in, sure, and they, you know, these are families in, you know, they're poor neighborhoods like any city, and they would come in to buy some something for birthday for Christmas or whatever. And this was the only Disney they would get. Yeah. And so people, I remember when when little girls would come in dressed as princesses. Um, I would see them and I would greet them. Oh, hi, Cinderella. And then like, as they're walking around the store, I would write on a post-it note, uh, meeting at the castle at three o'clock and I'd walk over and it's like, Hey, Mickey just called. He knows you're here. He wants me to tell you that you have a meeting at the castle at three o'clock. Don't be late. Okay. Or, Hey, Mickey wanted to let you know that, uh, you know, that he sees you, whatever. And I would give like the note or something like that. Or we had Prince Charming came in and I actually wrote oh. a note in, in a Cinderella script. And I was like, Hey, Cindy just said that she's going to be late to dinner this weekend, but she's, she's excited for you guys to get to hang out. So here you go. You know, just, you know, I, I love doing those kind of things. Uh, the store closed in 010 and it, it broke my heart. Like that yeah. job, losing that job. Like I grieved over that job. I loved that job so much, but of course, Disney, uh, Stephanie has told me, she was like, well, if that job continued, number one, would you still be there? And number two, would you be doing what you're doing now? And I'm like, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know at all. And the thing about Disney too, is it brings so many people together. Had we not had I, had I not had the love for Disney, I would not obviously yeah. been a travel agent. I would not have sure. met you. I might have met you in random circles. Who knows? Yeah, but, but I don't know that I would have. I would not have this podcast. I would not have met Kyla Kyla. I would not have met the incredible team and friends that I have now. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that people that I meet that I don't work with that I just meet randomly at Disney that I would not know. And so Disney is a mm-hmm. fabric of who we are. And we are raising our kid like that. He knows Disney. He knows very yeah. little universal. And it's not as if we're keeping it from him. He's seen Harry Potter. He's seen Shrek. He's seen other movies. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, we went through an Encanto phase. He, we watched Encanto every single day for like 
four straight months. We know all the lines, <laughs> we know all the words, you know, and everything. So, um, so he, he just, it's ingrained in, in who he is. So back to you, Jen, your mm-hmm. earliest Disney memory, uh, be it a movie, be it a park, be it whatever. Uh, and not saying like, well, I went when I was two, but I don't remember it. Like your earliest memory. Like what I actually remember. What you, what you do remember. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in the house. Um, it was in Ravenswood, West Virginia, watching mm-hmm. the console TV. Remember the console TVs that were in like oh, the, yeah. you know, in the oh, boxes, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I definitely remember laying there on the on the couch and watching Herbie the Love Bug, which nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been around the same time frame that I was watching like the 50s cartoons and, and whatever that I, you know, that I mentioned, like the Donald Duck and the Mickey Mouse classics. But I distinctly remember watching Herbie the Love Bug That's with my dad, awesome. which is, is like awesome. hilarious. <laughs> so I would have been like probably four or five, maybe. That is great. I... <laughs> I don't remember going in 1982. I re- like I remember the pictures, but yeah. I don't. Re- well, I take that back. I do remember being scared of the haunted mansion and being scared of pirates because I was seven. Okay, that's fair. And I was scared of the dark. So I remember. I, that's really all I remember from those from those things. And honestly, when I look at pictures, we also went to Circus World on that trip. And Circus <laughs> World is an old theme park in, in Orlando. And some of my memories are meshed together. And I'm like, oh, I remember oh, sure. seeing this. Oh, that character was at Disney. That character was at Circus World. Mm. I don't remember, right? Um, I re- also remember seeing Snow White and the Seven Dwarves in 1983 at the theaters because I wanted to go see. Rocky, no, I wanted to go see Jaws 3D at the theater, and whoever was taking me was like, "I'm not taking you to see Jaws 3D. We'll go see Snow White and Seven Dwarfs." I'm like, "I want to see Jaws 3D." Um, so I saw Snow White, but really, my earliest memory of like Disney in terms of movies and stuff, I remember in 1986 when they had the what is it? The I'm looking here, the Wonderful World of Disney. It's when they would show mm-hmm. the movies, and they yeah. would do original movies. Yeah, and I saw a movie with Sean Astin called The Brat Patrol. Oh and my this, gosh. The Brat Patrol. Sean Aston and there's a there's some like Neil Long is in this and Brian Keith and whatever. And Brat means born, raised, and trapped because they were military kids. And it's this whole thing where I want to say the military base was taken over by the bad guys, but the kids banded together and fought back. Um this that's is like a quintessential I, 80s yeah, movie. I, exactly. <laughs> I, this is 1986. It was it was a TV movie made for uh made for the wonderful Disney. And they would show there was you know other movies that I remember yeah. vaguely remember, whatever, but I remember the Brat Patrol. Um um, That's and I funny. From that movie on, I started watching the Disney films, and I didn't really get into the Disney movies, the animated movies, probably till Beauty and the Beast. And I think that's probably why it's maybe my favorite because that's really sure because I've been the first one that you and then when you get to college it was cool to like Disney movies because now you're in college and everybody's must be mm-hmm. hip and cool like that so you know I went to I went with our group of friends to Walmart to buy the clamshell of Aladdin when it first came out I remember in rapping Aladdin I'm like so we had yeah. viewing parties I was a college freshman and sophomore i had aladdin sheets on the bed i'm not stop it i still have them they're twin i can't put them on any bed i have but i still have my aladdin sheets um from i had mickey sheets i had mickey sheets and comforter yeah you know and and campbell my kid has got adventure sheets and toy story sheets and so Mm -hmm. you know um, although the other day we were at walmart they have Encanto sheets on sale he's like Encanto sheets i'm like i'm not buying you i'm not letting you lay your head on Louisa and uh, and Maribel, ever that's just weird. For, I'm not. We're not doing that. We're okay. <laughs> we're okay. So we're not going too long here, Jen. Is there a moment that it just clicked for you that like, okay, this is more than just Disney's cool. I like Disney. This is awesome. I mean, was there a moment somewhere that you can remember that you're like, yeah, this is this is my thing and and what I want to do. And I guess for to further mm-hmm. that, that yeah. you knew you wanted to be involved in Disney for a career. I would say 
2006 when I went, when we went on our honeymoon, um, because I told you Brady grew up going to the park. So mm-hmm. for him, that was, right. it was more parks than like TV movies. Like, yeah, he saw some right. of it, but it was like really, really park based for him. Right. And I had always loved it, but never realized quite what a lifelong thing it would be. Um, and I kind of was like, oh, like I wanted to go to Disney for a honeymoon, but I didn't want to say anything. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. I kind of thought we'd go to Disney. I was like, oh, yeah. So at that okay. point, mm-hmm. and after we went and was like, how do we get back here? Like, how do we make this where we are right. here more often? And at that point, I realized this is a life, like I am totally a lifer, not just going to watch you know, the movies and things. This right. is like, this is what's happening. And then as I got more in depth into it, I would just say it was the early, I didn't even know that you could do this. It was as soon as I right. found out, I can plan this for people. Like I can actually make this a career. That's when I was sold. So it had yeah. been like the early 2010s. Like, okay, how do I make this happen? Because I need to talk about Disney every single day. I right. need to be able to and we do, do all the time. <laughs> and we do all the yes. time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I had a friend of mine come to me in 2011, 2010, 2011, something like that. And she asked me, you know, you go, guys go to Disney a lot yeah. because we had like, like I was a manager sure. at the Disney store. So we had the silver pass. So I could get myself in three other people in like all the time. So right. we went a lot. We went an awful lot. I remember like sitting down in front of my computer and I'm like, I'm going to knock out a page of tips. And I wrote 12 pages, 12 or yeah. 13 pages of tips. And I gave it to her and she was like, this is insane. I'm like, I it was comprehensive. I just kept thinking of things. And she said, she's like, you should do this. She's this is whatever. And it roundabout way when these store closed, mm-hmm. I worked my way in and, you know, found an agency, worked with them, learned a little bit and kind of moved from here and there and ended up with a pawn of star much to your reward, by the way. <laughs> so, so yeah, somewhere in there, but also with, and I'll speak to the, to the father side of it also with, with Campbell, you know, he's been going since he was like six months old. This yeah. is really all he knows, honestly. And we're going to take him to universal probably next summer for the first time. So he'll get to see some of that, but, um, the, the magic that surrounds him when he's there because mm-hmm. he is fully invested in, yeah. in all of it. And their links that they go to to take care of him. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part where I lose it. The links yeah. that they go to to take care of him and to help him be included mm-hmm. is incredible the things they have done for him and done for our family that they didn't have to do that. Like they could have mm-hmm. stopped at a certain point and we'd still be like, Oh, that's great. But the things they've gone through in the lips in everything from food to characters to lines and stuff is just, it's magic. And that word is used so much around so many yeah. things, but it truly is a magical mm-hmm. experience when he's there. I got tears coming out of my eyes, by the way, yeah. um, for those <laughs> on YouTube, I don't usually do this, but yeah him being there and us being there as a family is just it's it's incredible and that's why i'm so adamant about, about disney and disabilities and people are like well you know i'm disabled i can't go yes you can they're going yeah, to take care of you which is also why i get so furious when people take advantage of that system and like don't need it and they For sure. oh it drives oh just mm. um when it's just smack you with a flip-flop upside the face uh like grandma <laughs> used to do you know um but yeah there is a there's this this magic that cannot be described until yeah. you're there and, you know, and not everybody gets it. People who go and they don't have a good time for whatever reason, maybe it's their mm-hmm. fault. Maybe it's not their fault. It's just, it's not for everybody. I understand yeah. that. I can't look at you and be like, everybody needs Disney. But I would say for people who've never been or people who haven't been in a long time or those grumpy people that are like, I don't know about it. Go and let yourself yeah. enjoy the, be open to the magic exactly. and be open to the experience that you have. Um, yeah. 
so yeah, so there we go. <laughs> so any final thoughts okay. on, on that now that I need to wipe my face? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yeah. I think just if you are, uh, first of all, if, if you're listening and you're a person who maybe mm-hmm. hasn't grown up with it and have been confused, hopefully that helps you to understand yeah. where we're coming from. Um, but, you know, I would just say dive into some of this magic too. Like yeah. you, you, you can just make the choice mm-hmm. to, to be like, you know what? I'm just going to be immersed in this storytelling because listen, there's so much negativity and yeah, just stuff, just stuff in the we world. Need magic. That right now we, we need yeah. magic. And mm-hmm. this has always been uh, in Disney world for me through any season, there has always been mad. Even people are like, Oh, the magic is gone. The magic was never gone. The magic was never gone for me. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what you make of it. Okay. Oh, we had to wear a mask in the park. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there was still magic and there was still magic every single place, what the cast members were doing, what every, right. you know, so you can also choose to find the magic and yes. Disney has always provided a place where you can find the magic. So yeah. And just to be clear, we don't yeah. work for Disney. Disney does we not don't. sign our paychecks as a travel agency with all travel agencies. Disney will send the commissions to the agency and then we work from there. Um, but we don't work for Disney. This is not an official Disney podcast. They don't call me up and like, well, you need nope. to say this and here's a press release. None of nope. that. Um, and I am critical just as anybody has been. As a matter of fact, our quasi producer, Heather, the Moana mom gets so angry at me sometimes because she's like, you're too negative. And I'm like, I'm just calling it like I see it. Right. But I say that to say that, yes, it's okay to be a little critical of everything. You should be critical of everything you love. Sometimes I love this so much that you're like, okay, I want to look at the whole picture. I get it. But yeah, I agree with you. There is a sense of magic. And I think that mm-hmm. I think for all its faults, it's on the right track. I do see decisions that are being made that I'm like, yo, what? This is good. This is a good thing. This is this is where we're going for whatever reason you want to put on as to why they're doing what they're doing. Um, I think that they're making some some really good decisions park wise, especially. Um, and I'm very, very excited about that. So I'm very excited for the future. I think yes. that there's so many wonderful days ahead and, and mm-hmm. so much I'm very, very excited for. I'm excited to go next week. And right. so, yeah, I mean, if oh. I just had one thing that I could request for the 100, just one thing, What's that? can we get the adventurous club back? I just want the adventurous. <sighs> I feel like there's a place Disney. I feel like there's a place for it. We do you know what? We'll have to be creative. Be but I think we can do it. I think that we can do it. Good. You know what? I don't even need Magical Express would be great. But if, even if you only just bring the luggage service back, that's fine. We'll we'll start with that. Just work, let's, check no, my luggage. No, let's not even start with that. Let's start with Adventures Club. I like it. Okay, Adventures Club. Club. We'll do that. Or 1900 <laughs> Park Fair. We'll start with that too. So, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Uh, and if you think we're emotional here, wait till you hear next week's episode on Gatorland. Oh it's, gonna be, it's gonna be pretty intense. <laughs> it's gonna be pretty. So intense. I mean, there's, there's a lot yeah. there. There's a lot there. Go Gators. So Tim Tebow. Oh anyway, so Jen, for all your adventures and travels, where can people find you? All right. You can find me at Upon a Star Jen or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Novotny. Very nice. Find me on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and at Disney on a Dollar. And of course, find the show at the MSE Podcast. That's where you're going to find us on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram mm-hmm. and all the places, of course. Um, and of course, the MSE Podcast at gmail.com. That's our email. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your story. Why you love Disney so much. What is it about yeah. Disney that makes you love it? And what did you, what did you think of maybe Disney should change? Whatever. We'd love to hear all your all your feedback. That would be fantastic. And of course, you want to start travel on all the socials as well. And Jen, there's apparently a new YouTube show coming out every week now. <laughs> what is this show and what are we doing? 
Yeah, um, out of Hana Star Travel on YouTube, we do have a weekly travel show, Travel with the Stars, basically just talking a lot of things Disney, but then also other destinations as well. If you want to learn a little bit about Universal, if you want to learn about Royal Caribbean, we have little shows on everything. And then, uh, of course, when it comes to Walt Disney World, of course, uh, doing more in-depth topics, having to really break that down, which we will do eventually with Disneyland, mm -hmm. and because there's just so much out there and we want you to be able to meet our amazing stars which we have several of and they are each and every one of them experts and amazing in right. and of their own right so this is just so you can get to know them and kind of we have a lot of fun together so you, you get to travel with too. the stars sounds like a tlc show um <laughs> like a like a like a travel show that comes or the travel channel or whatever maybe samantha brown hosts yeah it. and i'm just imagining like a lounge singer voice travel with the stars <laughs> come watch us travel with the stars we take you far we just i can see all this is what we need this is what we need is the thing i guess we need to get that together so there we go, folks, and I uh, hope you enjoyed our little chit-chat about Disney and Disney magic. We'd love to hear about some of your magic as well. Uh, mm -hmm. And don't forget, those Phoenicians, they're magical too. Thank them. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.